Hey, pass me a beer. Like a G6. Uh, uh. Look, at least promise me you won't drink. Alcohol always leads to trouble. Yeah, that's gonna go in the intro. <laughs> hey, who wants to play drink the beer? Right here. <laughs> you win. All right, what do I win? Another beer. Bottles in the ice. Like a G6. Just have a cup of coffee. Bear it is. Coffee. Beer. <laughs> oh, lordy. Oh, man. I kill for a beer. <gasps> White as can be. Cheap beer and a sympathetic ear. Step right up. I'm one white mofo. You are one white mofo. Uh, no plan for tonight, right? Just drinking beer. All right, open it up, Chad. What? Start it. Uh, okay. I like the energy. Oh. You lack the energy or you like the energy? I lack. I'm tired. Oh. I was up till midnight playing video games. What do you want me to do? Stay up till midnight again playing video games. Okay, cool. Okay. Hey, everybody. Okay, go ahead. How about we start that again? Hey, everybody. Wait, don't have energy yet. Okay, wait. Three, okay. two, All right. one, go. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Chad from beardedhops.com. We got a regular length podcast we're going to talk uh, with you about tonight. We're going to talk about the regular length podcast? Well, we might. Or we're going to do a regular length podcast. Well, no, we're going to talk about the regular length podcast. We're, so and this podcast is going to be talking about the podcast. Hey, Adam, how you doing tonight, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure I understand what's going on. Yeah, we, gotta, we do have to talk about the podcast. It's a podcast about the podcast. Yes. Makes sense. But then we're going to drink a beer. Well, and we're always going to drink a beer. We're going to talk about the beer. We're going to... Oh, we're doing rules of engagement. All right. We're going to open it. We're going to sniff it. Sniff it. We're going to taste it. We'll give you an initial rating. Yep. We'll talk about some shit, and then we'll get about halfway through it. We'll rate it again. We'll talk about some more shit, <laughs> and then give it, a, give it a final rating. And if you're it. still listening to this episode right now, God bless you. <laughs> I'm listening to a podcast about a podcast where we're going to talk about shit on a hey. stick. And then we're going to give it a final rating and untap it, right? That's right. We're going to untap it at the end. And we're and at, we are engagement. we we haven't done a podcast for a little while, so I'm like full of energy. Adam is lacking a little bit of energy tonight because he stayed up and played video games last night till the wee hours of the morning. Yeah. Yeah. And we haven't done a podcast for a while because I was traveling for work this time. Yes. So we have not done a podcast, but here we are. So the beer that we are doing today is probably one of our favorite breweries, I think, right now, for sure. Oh, for sure. Um, but it is Three Sheeps, which you've heard us talk about in the past in Sheboygan, right? Am I right? Sheboygan? Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Sheboygan. Uh, this is Veneration. And Veneration is a Belgian-style quad ale with figs and molasses aged in rye whiskey barrels. And you know how we love our barrel-aged bears. Yes. So, But that's where I want to talk a little bit about the podcast because oh. where, where we're going to – I think we're going to end up taking you. a show. I See, I, I knew there was yeah. a connect. I knew we had a connection. We didn't talk about this beforehand, but I got you now. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. 
Um, okay. So, you want to crack this baby open? And uh, hell to the yeah. All right. Let's I'm going to use my uh, my three sheeps bottle bottle opener. Oh, very nice, very nice. Yeah. I'm not using my three sheeps uh, glass today, though. I forgot about that, but I'm using my sneaker. Um. Smells really good. So, veneration. Um, when we went on our tour, we tried veneration in bourbon, right? It, yeah, it's the veneration. Yeah, that's it's coming out. I yeah. think it's actually, it's already on Beer Advocate, but no. it's, not out, it's not out yet. Oh, okay, I, I don't say. think it's out yet. I think it's being released maybe when we're there. I was going to say Dustin Hoffman. Um, so, just a look around the bottle here. Um, both of ours happen to be bottled uh, February of 2017. That's kind of nice. Yeah, and I'm kind of wondering, we were talking about this a little bit. Well, we didn't really talk about it. We just happened to notice that both of our bottles are dated the same. I bought mine in Green Bay and Adam bought his in Chicago. But this is not a year-round beer, so it may have just all gotten bottled on the same day. Yeah, Exactly. It's not, it's not current. Go ahead. It's not currently on their website, so it's not a. It's not one that you can get. In fact, I I haven't seen it in the stores for a couple of weeks now. And they don't have. We saw it. They don't have a huge bottling line, so it's not like they keep that thing running constantly. So they just probably. You're probably right. They just get the whole crew in and bottle it in one day. Um, so yeah, we had the bottle uh, bottle date on there. Of course, it's three point two percent ABV. Uh, brewed and bottled by Three Sheeps Brain and Sheboygan. And, uh, yeah, it's a cool-looking bottle. And one, one thing I like about all the Three Sheep stuff is that the the label has, like, a, a grit to it, like a like a fine grit sandpaper. So that's kind of uh, just a yeah, cool Yeah, these, these labels are cool. Um, yeah. This label, I was actually just did find it on their website. If you hit the view all um, link where they're – uh, well, what are they? Uh -huh. What do they? What do they call it? Uh -huh. Not, not year-round. Uh, small batch. <laughs> we haven't even poured it yet. Uh, cool story, bro. Small batch. It's in their small batch section. They've changed. Go. They've changed the label and the bottle. So this, uh, oh. this. Um, do they change it every year? Or they just change it. This is the first year of a new label. I, it's got to be. I don't know. I can't answer okay. that. All right. But we can. We do have some information we can talk about from the yep. uh, from the website. And then of course, their cap has the uh, three sheep's on it there. So, and three sheep's. We have talked about this before. Three sheep. They have nothing to do with sheep or the sheeping industry or the wool industry. <laughs> the sheeping industry. I like that. No, they have nothing to do with Mary had a little lamb. No, it's just a. Uh, a pun on three sheets to the wind. Yeah, play play on words. Or whatever play on words. Play on words. Yeah. That's not. That's what I was looking over. Yeah, it's a it's a play on words of saying three sheets to the wind. So yes, we're pouring, kids. We're pouring. Oh yeah. Now this one has like we've seen with a lot of the barrel age. I think uh, Goose Island Bourbon County is what comes to mind with the head on this, where it's like like a cola. Yeah, it's not like you know. It's very it's just, fizzy and it just goes away. It just goes away. Well, for the most part. I mean, there's maybe a 316. Yeah, mine's pretty much gone at this point. So, And this one smells so good. I know. 
Isn't it awesome? You can definitely smell the the figs and the molasses. Yep. It's I, some figs in the barrel. The barrel yeah. aging. Yeah, this is the it's aged in the rye whiskey barrel. The one that's coming out is urged urged aged. Urged. It's urged. <laughs> Either way, it's urged or aged uh in bourbon. Bourbon barrels, yes. <laughs> and we when we went through um when we did a tour there on our tour, they actually took a nail out of the barrel and gave us a try of it and Lord have mercy, it was good. So Oh yeah. I, I can't imagine what it's gonna be like. You know, after it's aged a little bit longer, so can't freaking wait. All right, I'm going in. Mm-hmm. All right, so we've had this one before, but we've never, we've never really talked about it. It's good the way it tastes. So, what? Uh, the, on this one, for me, the the aging, the the whiskey barrelish flavor comes on the back end. It's very sweet up front with the figs and molasses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is sweet up front, but it also has some of the the alcohol heat to it. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. that on the on the end though. Yeah, when I swallow it on the back yeah. end, you get the heat there. Mm. More more so, I noticed that more so than Bourbon County. Um, I'm trying to remember now, but I don't think I remember remember it being that much. Definitely sweeter, but not an overly sweet where you're like, that's way too sweet, you know? Right. Well, it's being a Belgian quad, it's gonna have it's gonna have a more it's kind of a bitter counterpart right. to, to the figs and molasses and the and the aging anyway. So it's just it's a really nicely balanced beer as far as flavor goes. You don't. Uh, it's only a 13 IBU beer, so it's a, uh, it's 13 percent ABV and 13 IBUs. Oh, this is their dad word. Online. Yeah. So the IBUs. Bottle, bottle only says ABV. Yep. Cool. 13.2 and online it's a IBU of 13. Oh, there you go. And even though even though this bottle I'm seeing online has a different label on it, it's still it's exactly the same. It's a quad with figs and molasses aged in rye whiskey barrels. So. They must have just changed their label, and then the other one that's coming out that's going to be aged and that's aging in the bourbon um, barrels will, will be different. So it has yeah, to be the well. same. Yeah. Uh, hang on, I see. I'm trying to see what you're looking at. Oh yes, okay. And it's a 22 ounce bomber bottle too. The new one? Yeah. Well, no, I mean this this the this latest version of this beer. Got excited there for a second. Because this is a 17 version, obviously. we The labeling is uh, February of 17. So we're drinking a year, a little over a year old beer. And it's freaking delicious. It is really good. I mean, I'll give it I'll give it to Three Sheeps. Uh, for being a smaller brewery that they are, their barrel stuff, I haven't had anything that's barrel aged from them that I have not thoroughly enjoyed you know the the cuvee is just still probably one of my favorite oh yeah um, especially especially the 18 one this is the 18 17 was good because of it was unique the flavors on that were so unique because of the the wine barrels but um right 18 oh 
Yeah, that was good. I still have, I have a bottle of it too. So yes, I still have a bottle as well. Very tempting right now. <laughs> After this one, we're gonna knock a bottle of that down. Um, so uh, we sniffed it. We taste it. What are you thinking? Uh, solid four. Mm-hmm. Solid four beer. This is this is like you know I haven't seen it on the shelves recently, but this is one if I saw it, no question I would just pick it up. Now, I, I got mine just before I left for Canada for yeah. work. Yeah. So three weeks ago almost. Um, and they had a couple of them. I should have grabbed more than just one because I'm pretty sure I won't see it again. Um, yeah, probably. Well, not in this bottle anyway. Not other but the, the Woodman's and Kinoja. So. so I did buy. I'm going to go ahead and do a four also. Um, and it's going to go up. I, mine is pretty cold. I, I, I pulled it out of the yeah. fridge probably 20 minutes meow. or so. Meow, meow. <laughs> um, <laughs> probably uh, 20, 25 minutes before. So. Pussycat. Pussycat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Focus. Focus. <laughs> uh, so I know as this warms up, it's going to get better these, yeah. these styles generally do so yeah yeah and the the other time that i had this it was warm and it's it's so good warm yeah so, i have three yeah, i, I have three more bottles too so I'm, I'm happy about that yeah i've got yeah i've got four or five more, more bottles of it i bought yes. two four packs um there we go fill it up so oh yeah so um so we're both starting out at a four Pretty sure that's going to go higher. Um, let's move on, though, to – it's been a while, so we don't have to go through everything. But some highlights of your beers over the past few weeks, let's say. I have several Canadian beers because I spent two weeks in Toronto for work. So Yeah, you had the Canadia stuff. Yeah, the Canadia stuff. I would, and I'll, I'll talk about that, but, yeah, go ahead. Well, okay, I'm, so I'm just – I'm not going to go back. I'm not, I'm not going to hit the show more button. We'll, we'll we'll just do it that way. Yeah, that's still a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, yeah you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so going back uh, a couple of weeks, uh, let's hit the highlights here. I had a, a really good, you know, we haven't had great luck with Sierra Nevada beers yeah. on, on the podcast. Now, I had one that probably, I mean, it, it would have been a good one to do for the podcast, but I don't know what I was doing the day that I drank this. This is the Otrevez, uh Sour Goza. Oh, yeah. And I gave that a 375. I thought that was, I thought that was really good. Um, I had a drain pour. Shorts Brewing, uh, which I had, I've had some good shorts, shorts brewings. Uh, Isn't that your second shorts drain pour? Didn't, was there another one that was a shorts? No, I think the only other shorts no. I've had is the, uh, that, I've had two. I've had the the Floods one, which is a pretty good, and then the tomato beer that I did the Friday morning beer review on. Oh, okay. So it's a, I'm thinking of something else, obviously. Yeah. So soft parade. I just didn't. I took one sip of it, and I just ugh, yuck. Didn't like it. What kind uh, of that? Uh, it's just classified as a fruit beer. Okay. Um, thick mint from Southern Tier. That's like a oh. thin mint Oreo, uh, Girl Scout cookie. So tasty. And uh, yeah, so that's delicious. 
I had another one yesterday or two days ago. I'm hoping that I can find, you know, I just had a small taster of that, but man, I hope I can find it. Cause yeah. That's so, good. Good. so this one, this next one is one that you have tried several uh, flavors from innocent gun. I have, uh, I just tried this innocent oh, gun yeah. kindred spirits. Uh, it's a bar- it's a barrel aged stout. Uh, 375. Awesome import. I uh, thought that was fantastic. A really cool bottle too. Um, I just, there's nothing rare about it. You can get them anytime, but I, I stuffed that bottle on the shelf over there because I think it's just a cool bottle. Innocent Gun has a lot of pretty cool labels in general. Yeah. And European, right? UK? I think so. I think they're, yeah, I think they're yeah. a UK brewery. They're still independent. I did look that up too. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. That's podcast one coming up, and that's podcast one coming up. <laughs> what did you have on St. Patty's Day? Uh, St. Pa- oh, St. Patty's Day is right here. I had a WBC uh, Wisconsin Brewing Company, uh, John Casey's Irish Red, and I also had a uh, Boulder Beer Irish Blessing, which is a stout. Both of those really good. I gave the John Casey's a three five and the Irish Blessing a four. Uh, St. Patty's Day was not spent drinking. I shot. I went with a friend and uh, did some shooting at the firing range, and then went to the went to the bar to eat and grab a couple of beers. That was it. Didn't do much drinking. Went home. Stayed safe. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, I had a really good one. Oh, this is an interesting one, and then I'll try to breeze through the next. Well, yeah, there's more beer here than I thought. <laughs> Told you. I had the uh, Lakefront Brewery 30th anniversary bourbon barrel aged Eisbach, uh, which I've never had an Eisbach before, but they brew it the way you, you make an It's in the Bach family, but they brew it by taking and freezing the water in the beer and then subtracting the water out of it. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so that was a four, two, five. That was, that was really, really good. Uh, it was a limited edition, 5,000 bottles. I think I've got number 1301. Um, I did see one on the shelf at Ridgeview today though. So there's, there's still a few out there. I should have bought it. Who's that by? Lakefront. Oh, Lakefront. Okay. In in Milwaukee. Yes. Um, let's see. Podcast beer, podcast beer. Uh, I did a flight of beers at Badger State Brewing the other day, um, right here in Green Bay. Really good stuff. I won't go through each one of those, but they're they make some good beers. Um, let's see. Paradox Paradox Beer Company out of Colorado. Okay. This was an interesting one. It's, it's an American Wild Ale. It's still it had yeast in it. It was it was bottled with live yeast Uh, so it had an excellent flavor um i can't even really tell you it's a sour beer it's it it had like pineapple in it and um i don't know a few other fruits mangoes maybe pineapple and mango i think awesome i gave that a four jesus gave that a four very good beer uh and then the other these other couplers are um Podcast beers. The last one I'll talk about tonight is my latest five. The uh, Potosi Brewing Company barley wine I had last night. Grand Amber Brandy Barrel Aged Barley Wine. 
So you take a barley wine, which is my favorite, and you age it with brandy barrels, which brandy is my favorite booze. <laughs> um, <laughs> so and what do you got? What do you got? You got a, you got a five beer. It, that was fantastic. And I have, uh, I've looked for more bottles of this in the last few days when I've been out and it's, I can't find it. I just, I happened to grab this one bottle at festival the other day. Um, and I, I hope I can find more cause it's, it was awesome. Absolutely. Good, good beer from Potosi. Potosi's in the uh, southwest corner of Wisconsin. So that's my highlight in one more light. Everything else that I didn't mention is pretty much podcast related. So check it out on the uh, quick reviews or maybe maybe a Friday morning beer review. Oh, yeah, those are fun. I actually have several. uh, We talked about Backwoods Bastard last time, right? Yes. Okay, so I'm not going to go into how unimpressed I was with that. Um, so, yeah, I went up to uh, Toronto for work and went to Mascot Brewery. Actually, first I got there, I landed, I went to Mascot. Um, it wasn't far from my hotel, and I had one, two, three, four, five. Five beers from them. Um so yeah, I had a uh, sour saison, which is pretty good. Um, they're a really small brewery. When you go into their um, their pub, and I asked them, I was like, "Where do you guys brew from?" Like, "Oh, right here." And it was just a tiny little place with, uh, you know, only child. When we went there, yep, and like there, basically, yep, yep. They had two of those tanks that only child had like five of. Oh, really? So tiny little. It's tiny. so small. That's I'm like, you don't brew out of anywhere. I was like, nope, this is it. I was like, wow. Um, they had all these barrels all over the place too. And I'm like, what are you guys aging? He's, he's like, sours. Yeah. All of it? He's like, yeah, every barrel you see is a sour. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, they're sours. I had two of them. They were very, very good. Um Night of Passion was one of them, and then their Sour Saison, really, really good. Had a Hazy IPA, which is one thing they're kind of, they said they're kind of known for, and it was actually really good. Give that a 425. It was very, very good. They had a Belgian Triple, um, and then for more Canadian beers, um, what what I found about Canada, I mean, I'm just talking Toronto, so I mean, I wasn't in all of Canada, but <laughs> um, IPAs for days. Very similar to shopping like in the US. Um, yeah. You can find an IPA everywhere, loggers and pilsners all the time. Barrel aged, very hard to find. Very, very hard to find. So um, on, um, where is that? On St. Patty's, I did, of course, have a Guinness. Um, yeah, the, that's interesting. The bar that I was at, just, I mean, uh, Mr. Brews, they've got like, I don't know, 20 or 30 taps, no Guinness. That's why I ended, <laughs> that's why I ended up having the, the uh, Irish blessing and the, and the Irish red because yeah. no Guinness available. I had a, um, also a red ale, an Irish red ale by um, Strong Patrick by Bose All Original, All Natural Brewing Company. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had a, a Scottish ale from Innocent Gun. Uh, Innocent Guns all over Canada. And actually, when I read more about it, it's like one of Canada's biggest sellers. <laughs> yeah, I, I read to, that too. You know, the Molson. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
so I had that Scottish ale. It was really good. That was very actually good. I, I had several of those while I was there. Uh, let's see, there's the Guinness. I had an amber ale, a cream ale. The cream ale was, yeah, it was um, Muskoka Brewery. It's in Toronto somewhere. Uh, Amsterdam Brewery, which is actually very close to where my hotel. I've been there several, several times. Had one of their lagers. Again, lagers for days up in the old Canada. Uh, and then one that I had when I got back uh, was Maplewood Brewing out of Chicago, Son of Juice. And Wait. it was a hazy IPA. Before you come out of before you come out of Canada, I'm already out there. But go ahead. <laughs> you did did you go to that place? You got to talk a little bit about that brewery that that uh, just does one. Did oh, you go in there? I, I didn't go there. Okay, you didn't go in there. No. Okay. Well, maybe maybe there's nothing really to talk about. But. I didn't really want to waste my time on a brewery that weighed one beer. And a whole one brewery. Whole brewery. It was <laughs> everywhere. Like every store you go into, it was almost like a Budweiser. Like it was just a wall of steam whistle. Is what it yeah, is. it's a, a Pilsner, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a single beer. That's they make a Pilsner. That's it. <laughs> I've um, never heard of that in the States. So if, I, if, I, mean, if I could have found a single can, I probably would have gotten it to try it. Because, you know, you got to be thinking, wait a minute, your entire business is on this one beer. It's got to be damn good. Um, but all I could find were like six packs and stuff. So how much were they? Nah, well, I wasn't pay attention. I don't know. <laughs> I was expecting. Well, that's why, I, that's why I was wondering if, if it's either really good or it's really cheap. That's true. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't pay attention. Uh, so when I, when I got home, my wife really wanted to try an hazy IPA. Uh, we've had a couple um, from Mars Brewing in Chicago and she wanted some more. So, uh, we headed over to Anak Liquors, and they um, had Maplewood Brewing's out of Chicago Son of Juice, which was actually really good. I have one more left. Uh, give that a three seven five, and that was tasty. And then I didn't have actually check in the one I had today, uh, Gusan Matilda. I don't know what. I'm oh yeah, that's actually it's really good. It had a nice, nice, nice flavor to it. So, but that that's what I had. I just realized I had one earlier today that I forgot to check in too. We're getting uh, old, man. I need to catch up here, too. Badger State uh, on Wisconsin Red Ale. I drink earlier this evening. You know, tonight, um, so I got this new wine fridge, which is yep. really because I needed a beer fridge. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> our other wine fridge ran out of room for beer and wine. So, you know, I was loading it up, moving stuff from the old one to the new one because the old one is broken also. And then I came into my office where I have the beer that we brewed and I was looking yeah. through what was in there and I found Dogfish 120. I oh, yeah. didn't, didn't even know I had it in there. I was pleasantly, <laughs> so I was like, wait, where'd this come from? So I put that in there. I forgot I had that left. So I was very happy about that. Well, <laughs> my fridge. Yeah, I remember that because I brought one back from florida that my friend mike gave me that i drank and then you bought you bought two yeah i remember i bought two now i yeah. just didn't remember where i put them <laughs> so <laughs> I got, got beer stashed all over your house like i, know. I didn't even know i had this it's, it's probably for the best because if i know where it's at i'm gonna drink it so i hide i've got on the just outside the screen here where i'm pointing is my uh my office tv right over there and there's lots of beer behind it <laughs> behind the tv 
behind the TV. He's opening the TV and it's in the wall? No, it's on the... It's like it's a wall safe of beer? It's on a TV stand. It's but just the sitting beer. on the back side of the TV stand. Okay. Weird. That's where I. That's where I'm tossing the stuff, so it's out of out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> right. I don't know it's there. Would you look at this? More beer. Well, I mean, there's some good stuff back there, and I just, you know, I want to. Just like we talked earlier today, I'm not. I'm not afraid to drink it. I'm not saving it for anything. Not cellaring it or aging it any further. I just want to. When there's something special going on, I want to go grab a special bottle of beer, and that's where I'll go. It makes sense so, to me. Yeah, it's not just sitting in my fridge to uh to drink where every time you go make a sandwich you see it and want to drink it right 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 yes i understand that are we halfway yet i'm not halfway yet i'm not quite halfway pretty close i can tell you right now more much much more flavors coming out as it warms up for me there's plenty of flavor when i first drank it but even now, those flavors are more intense. The fig, the molasses, for sure. And then, of course, the barrel is just yumminess. So. Yeah, I mean, this is not – I don't think this is a super complex beer. No. Um, but I, I think that it's got this – what's interesting about it is cold, you get a good flavor. As it warms up, you get the same flavor but better. So it's not like – yeah. It's not like changing flavors at all. It's just like the flavors are getting maybe a little more intense as it warms up. And I think with a lot of these beers we talk about, it also balances out when it gets warmer because a lot of times, like I said, when I that first the alcohol, you could definitely feel that. Um, but I tasted more sweetness in this as it was cold, but now it's warming up. Everything's kind of blending much better. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah, either. Are you halfway for a halfway rating? Sure, why not? I'm going to go up 425. You read my mind. Oh. Oh, boy. Either 425, there. I don't, I want to say it's not like it, it, it makes me feel. Like I'm okay. Like when I drink a good barley wine, I just have a, like a feeling like I'm drinking something special, like that Potosi I drank the other day, and that's kind of how I feel when I'm drinking this veneration. And it's, I mean, it it doesn't compare to a barley wine flavor wise because, I mean, the figs and molasses is just not a part of the barley wine recipe, right? right. It, I just feel like, I, you're just drinking a, um. Not, it's not like super special, but there's just like, I don't know. There's something special about it, I guess. You know, it's very good. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of flavor. It's not a boring beer by any stretch. It keeps your interest as you drink it. You know what I mean? Like every time you, there's some beers where you drink, you have a sip and you set it down and you almost forget it's there. Yeah. Right. You're like it's a good beer, but I'm not, striving to go back and take another drink this one i could have drank this whole glass by now because it's that good i just want to keep drinking it because it's yeah. so good yeah no i totally agree like uh, a good example for me on that would be my day my daily my my go <laughs> my daily beer, beer. i brush my teeth with this beer it's been in my my refrigerator for several months now i i 
I always keep uh, Maui Brewing's Bikini Lager just to, just to have a regular, you know, it's like somebody going to, you know, if you love Bud Light and you keep Bud Light in your fridge all the time, that's cool. But this is the beer that I keep in my fridge all the time. I don't, I'll, I'll open it, pour it in a glass, drink it and set it down, you know, go do something else. I'm not like longing to go back to see, oh, I got to get another, t- and I got to get another drink in my mouth because I just love right. it. It's just, it's just a beer that I like, yep. you know, this is like, oh, what's the, the, is the, the next sip going to be better than the last one? Yeah, it is. <laughs> right. It's just, it's like one of those good, those foods you have that are really good and tasty that you just want to keep eating in your side when it's gone. Same thing. It's just, it's very, very good. Very tasty. So. Yeah. Yeah. What's next? What are we talking about next? My mouse. Well, Let's go. Let's, uh, so this, actually, this beer, I think, is a good, good one to have tonight to talk about where we, we've, where you and I have talked about going forward with this full-length podcast. Yep. So this is a, is a barrel-aged beer, aged in uh, rye whiskey barrels. Mm-hmm. And Adam and I are, are so into the, to the barrel-aged beers that we kind of feel like going forward, at least for a little while, maybe a, a ongoing well a, a series without an end date of uh concentrating on the full of the full length format podcast being barrel aged beers only and then then the short the, ones the yeah. the quick reviews that you'll see we, we post tuesday through well essentially friday friday morning beer review is still yeah. is a shorty um those will be whatever ipas pilsners loggers the whole gambit. Yeah. But yeah. these are the beers we, we've kind of fallen in love with. Yeah. And if you look, like when we talk about what beer are we going to do next, we'll go through our fridge and be like, okay, where's this? There's IPA, then there's, there's this Belgium. Oh, man, but we got this barrel-aged beer. And nine times out of ten, we're like, barrel-aged yeah. beer. Do the barrel-aged. That's what we want. <laughs> so. So why not? Why not do the ones we enjoy doing for the long podcast? That's what yeah, exactly. When we can sit here and enjoy talking about whatever we're going to talk about, enjoy the beer, and not not worry about having this beer sitting there. That's like, oh, I got to take another sip of this because we got a we got an hour show to do, and we're drinking a beer that we don't really care for. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I'm looking, I, I'm, I'm looking at you, Sam seventy six. <laughs> Or uh, hazy little thing. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta drink this whole thing. It's for the show. It's for the show. Yeah. (laughs) But if we stick with this, I mean, if we stick with this format going forward, I think the show is gonna be a lot more fun. And I mean, you know, all for the five or six people that listen, um, (laughs) I think it'll be more entertaining because we will enjoy doing this show more drinking beers that we absolutely love. So. Absolutely, and and also the the barrel aged, uh, you you need to enjoy them over the time, right? Yeah, and you can't really do a barrel. I I don't think you can do a barrel aged beer justice in a quick review. Yeah, you gotta let it. You got you gotta let it go through the temp change. Yeah, and uh, yeah, take it slowly from beginning to end, and um, yeah, I mean, an hour, hour, fifteen minutes that we're trying to keep these shows at, it's kind of the perfect amount of time to to drink a single glass of a bourbon or not a bourbon, but a barrel aged beer. And unless they're like this, I mean, I could drink this pretty fast. Well, yeah, you gotta be good. You have to be a little bit careful. If they're <laughs> so good that you just want to keep drinking. But we're not, gonna, that, 
with the higher ABVs, it's gonna always gonna make for a better show. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's important to note that we're not necessarily going to stick with bourbon barrel aged stouts or brandy barrel aged right. barley wines or just anything that's barrel aged. So it could be a sour, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sour, it could be, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's some, I mean, the uh, uh, farmhouse ales, um, yeah. anything that's barrel aged is what we're going to do going forward with the, uh, with the full length show. So, um, Hope it's okay with uh, with everybody, and if it's not, well, too bad. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, and what if it's not? Uh, you know, listen to the quick reviews some more. Then how about that? Yeah, the quick reviews are fun because that's just kind of shotgunning beers. <laughs> Wait a minute, <laughs> I never shotgunned a beer on the show, but okay. <laughs> okay, let me reword, let me rephrase that. It's kind of <laughs> shotgunning the podcast format <laughs> uh, keg stands on all the quick reviews we do shotgun beers and kegs <laughs> <laughs> on this on this edition of quick reviews we're playing beer pong <laughs> all right <clears throat> calm down kids. so yeah friday morning beer reviews i'm i'm still gonna stick with doing uh morning or breakfast themed beers uh, your coffees your oatmeals i've got an espresso stout i've got an espresso stout coming up um was your yeah. was your Kristen one was that a friday morning or no you just did those no, i just that no i didn't even review it that was just one i drank oh that's what you drank that would yeah. be good one for a friday morning beer yeah that should yeah maybe i should do that i'll go grab yeah. another one it was a, weird, such a weird one though drinking bacon drinking bacon yes yeah i look forward to that for sure actually i look forward to sours really starting to like the whole sour thing um yeah, trying some different sours too, but man, well, I get this. I met uh, I met the guy a guy today at Ridgeview who's who's running a uh, barrel aged brewery. That's all they do is barrel aged. So they do nothing but barrel aged. Nothing but barrel aged. Like even yeah. the stuff they put in the barrel, they don't sell that separate. Like a stout, just a regular nope. stout. Nope, barrel aged only. And right now it's all barrel aged sours, saison, nice. farmhouse ales. Um, I think he's picking it, a good time for it. I mean, they're on the upswing. If anything, they're on the upswing. So yeah, I left did the you, business. Dang it! Did I you left. talk to him at all about how they do the sours or anything like that? No, did I didn't. Stuff, I or? didn't. But I I didn't on purpose because, as we talked before the show started, I think he'd be awesome to have on the show. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. And I think it'd be really cool for both of us to kind of learn about this stuff at the same time. So. He was telling me some just a little bit of stuff, little details about the brewery. Barrel and Beam. Barrel and Beam. There's two Bs. Yeah. Okay. So the guy's name is Nick um, or Nate or something like that. I think it's Nick. <laughs> the story gets better and better. <laughs> it's him and his wife. I think it was Steve. The way he explained Steve. It, it's hilarious. The way he explained it to me, it's him and his wife in the bank. That's it. It's, they've started a brewery, him and his wife in the bank. Barrel and Beam, and they they named it because it's a barrel. They do nothing but barrel aging, yep. and it's in this old farmhouse, or I think it's a farmhouse. Maybe I should know what the hell I'm talking about before I. Well, on their website, it says they pour their hearts into a passionate pursuit of bottle conditioned. So their bottle conditioned ales are not just like sour ales. They're bottle conditioned, which is right. unique in of itself as well. Yeah. So 
really cool. I mean, I, I would love to talk to this, talk with them on the, on the podcast. Um, I was wondering if they had anything, cause I, I think that they're just doing uh, farmhouse ales and, and saisons. Um, oh, it does say, uh, the, the bottle conditioning, this finishing touch is the only way to ensure fine champagne, champagne, champagne-like carbonation, right? Per- perfectly soft foam when poured. That's true. I tried. I tried three of them today. He had. Uh, he actually gave me two beers that I'll bring you one uh, when I see you in a couple weeks, and and that'll be a good one to do on the show. Um, and then he, but he had three others there that he was pouring samples at at, at Ridgeview today, and. Uh, it was kind of cool. I walked in, uh, I was a little bit late, but I walked in and, and Chris and Nick were standing right there at the front with the sample table. And Chris turns around. And he's like, Oh, Hey Chad, I was just telling Nick about you and, and so I walked up, shook his hand and immediately get served beer. So <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so bottle, bottle conditioning for those who don't really understand bottle conditioning is, is a way of, um, adding the, what's the word I'm looking for? Carbonation. There we go. Yeah. Adding the carbonation to the beer. And usually what breweries will do will force carbonate the beer. When you bottle condition it though, you leave a little bit of yeast in the bottle when you put the, the beer in there. So after you cap it, you let the bottle sit, the yeast eats the remaining sugars that are there and then poops out. Uh, well, fizzy bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> That's um so like when when I homebrew, that's that's how I everything I do is bottle condition just because I don't have the ability to force carbonate. So um breweries usually don't because it's it's a kind of a time suck. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a lengthy process. Yeah, so you gotta you gotta let the, the you know your beer's already been fermenting for however many weeks it's been fermenting, and then now you bottle it, which takes time, and then now you let that bottle sit even longer. Um, and let it, you know, f- do a little bit more fermenting there and carbonate. Most breweries don't do that because they want to get it out and on the market and sold quickly as possible. So that's pretty. That's that's really interesting that they that they do it all that way. I understand why they do, especially with the sours. You're going to get a better kind of a carbonation feel to it. So that's cool. Yeah, and they they all had very nice heads on them. Um, you know, as it says, soft foam. That's exactly what they look like. So I had a saison today, a farmhouse ale, and um, a what do you call it? A um, something. It's a lager, but it, there was another name for it. I, were there? They don't have their beers on their website. No, their website doesn't have a whole lot to it. Um, also, do they sell it, Ridgeview? Because on their map, they don't even show that they come down to Wisconsin. Today was the first day. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's the first, it's Ridgeview is the first barrel and beam retailer outside of the state of Michigan. Nice. So yeah, he dropped off the first, I don't know. He dropped off five or six cases of, (coughs) of his beer today. So, so most of the people listening aren't going to be able to get this. Nope. (laughs) I mean, I can't even get it uh, except for what you bring me. So that's cool. That's really cool. See, I love these little guys that are doing, you know, it was probably when his buddies ask him, oh, you opened a brewery. That's cool. What are you going to make? All I'm going to make is farmhouse ales and sours. 
you know, and they're like, wait, what? You're not going to do a, you know, just a regular ale or Pilsner or something. You're going to do what? You know, and so somebody who's really got the balls to just say, look, this is what I want to do. This is what I like to do, and I'm going to go do it. And that's exactly what you do it good. Well, so this guy worked for a brewery before, uh-huh. and he was he liked it. It was you know enjoyed working there, but he's like, look, I want to run a I want to open a brewery. So he he just went and did it. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, they, uh, <clears throat> the 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 beam part of their name does come from the building that it's in. It's the old Northwood Supper Club that opened in 1934. Nice, which is where their uh, their brewery is is uh, currently located. And they, there's a couple of pictures of it. Um, the exposed beams, the wood beams are beautiful. It's got a very nice looking uh, bar, a little tap room. So pretty cool place. I mean, it's way up there. It's a Marquette. It's, that's a long yeah, ways way up north. Up there. So we probably won't get up there, but be cool to have them on the show. Yeah, I think that's something we should do. I'd love to have more brewers on the show to be able to ask questions about processes and stuff like that. And this would maybe be a good, good guy to start with. Yeah. And he was... He's he's ready and willing. Um, he's got the got my business card and oh, yeah. basically said, "Let's do it." Well, then we'll uh, <clears throat> definitely review that next time we get together. Yeah, have a drink of that. So, <clears throat> folks, show very cool. Um, this is still getting better. Yeah, it is. Just FYI. Uh, yeah, this is really good. I wish they weren't so seasonal. Not season, not I shouldn't say seasonal, limited. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but you can get more often. But I think the cool thing about it is they make enough of it, right? So it's not so like, okay, so KBS is coming out this weekend. Well, right, technically it already came out, but outside of the state of Michigan, it's being distributed outside the state of Michigan. So for everyone else, including me, KBS coming out this weekend, it's a big hoopla deal, right? Um. I don't. I don't care. I'm getting. I. I'm getting some. I'm not going to say how I'm getting some, but I'm not going to go wait in line. You and I. We, you're not right. either. We're not, nope. we, we talked about. That. I, I have the option. Uh, the local place here. I was there this weekend. They're like pointing to a sign KBS. And yeah, we talked about. It. We Marco Polo about this, but my whole thing with the whole beer thing. I understand from a business standpoint. You want to do the whole Apple thing, right? You want to get people to line up outside your store. Mm, yep. brewery to build that hype and the mystique behind this beer and then like you know it pl- all plays into the the psyche of dude everybody really likes this i need to really like this and i need to get this yeah so right? i gotta go wait in line so i need to go wait in line now so i was telling chad and, and jake uh i'm just kind of over it <laughs> like the whole whale hunting like if it's there and I see it, if I'm in a in a store and there happens to be a, like like pretty much it's happened to you like twice now, yeah. And there's KBS on the shelf and there's CBS on the shelf. Yep, I'll buy it, but I'm not going to go stand in line. Like if, for example, the the store here, um, <clears throat> one thing that's unique about them that's interesting is that they're going to be serving KBS and CBS from last year, right? Yeah. Yep, I think they're having two years on, but whatever. They're draft. Yeah. Yep, they start. Wasn't it th- sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen? Isn't was it? it? Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I think um, so. So they're gonna have those three years on draft, which I've never had 
any of those years. I've had I have had the CBS. What we had seventeen, right? We had seventeen CBS. Yes, that's yeah, all. Yeah. That's all I've had. Yeah. So and and the KBS with the bottle, the tiny bottle mm-hmm. <laughs> that we shared. Yeah. So you know that's all I've had. Um, but they start that at four in the afternoon, and then the way it works is if you're, I think, the first fifteen in the door, you get a ticket. That ticket allows you to buy f- two four packs of KBS. Yeah. And then the next something like 10 or 20 after that, get a ticket to buy one four pack of KBS. So that's how they're doing it. But they don't start selling the KBS until seven o'clock and you can't leave. If you leave, you lose your spot. Hand in your ticket. If you walk out the door. Yes. (laughs) So you know that people are going to be getting there because this has happened in the past at the same store. People will be getting there like three, even though they don't start serving the beer till four. Probably earlier than that in some spots. Yeah, so I have no desire to go stand in line to get a draft version of a beer. And then I have to stay there for four hours if I want to buy. Yeah. I got I got so many better things to do with my time, like sit there and watch Big Bang Theory, which I've seen a hundred times over and over again, than to go sit in a, in a liquor store. <laughs> for four hours yeah i would I hopefully I'd, to spend a lot of my money like i don't it's I'm not worth it if i'm going to spend four hours someplace drinking beer i'm just going to be sitting at a bar not, right. not we, in a liquor there's store. something on tv you can watch yes right i mean it's literally it's a liquor store they do have a a small bar area in the liquor liquor store liquor in the liquor <laughs> store <laughs> where you can buy um drafts of certain beers and stuff like that and even have a draft of wine but I just, I just don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's my old age at this point. I just have no interest in wasting my time for a beer that I'm going to overpay for. Let's just totally, let's be honest about this. I mean, these beers you're buying in four packs for 25 bucks. Yeah. Maybe even more at some places. Yeah. Like really? <laughs> you know. And it also goes back to then just creating a hoopla. Just just for the sake of creating a hoopla. Well, and that kind of goes back to my point with when I when we started this conversation about veneration. Okay, three three sheeps makes enough of it where you could still get a four pack a year later. Right. And it's 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 an awesome beer. It's probably it's probably as good as KBS. Yep. And but they 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 don't make a big deal out of it. Now they are doing some a limited release at their party in a couple of weeks, you know, where we bought tickets to buy the, the three bottles. But that's also, that's an anniversary party. That's though. the that's, anniversary that's party. That's a different deal. Right. It's not a, it's not a yearly release where you know it's coming out every, every single right. year. So you're right. That is different. But this veneration, it's just an amazing beer. And, you know, if it's brewed once a year, but it's still available on the shelf to those that know it's a good beer. Right. You can get it. So, I mean, I'm, I, you know, to be honest with you, Nick, I, I, I'm getting KBS this year and under a special circumstance. I would never go wait in line for this stuff. And if I don't have a special circumstance available to me next year, big deal. I don't, I don't care. I'm I mean, I don't, and again, and I don't blame you. Like that, all I'm saying is I'm not going to stand in line. I'm not going to spend four plus hours in a store Right, and neither am I. <laughs> to be able, exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, so your circumstance, psh, yeah, I'll do that every year if it's available to me. But right, I'm not right. going to stand in line for this thing. The other thing, though, when you're talking about, you know, veneration and three sheeps, 
Um, and it, this is a limited release, but we're talking about a brewery that, I mean, is a, what an nth of the size of Founders. Yeah, yeah they're tight. Like, yeah, Founders has is one of the top five breweries in the country as, as far as barrel aging is concerned. Where weren't they like the number of barrels they have is like they're in the top five. They have thirty three hundred forty thousand barrels per year. I think it's is their production capacity as far as beer as far as beer is concerned. And they, yeah. they're they're out in thirty seven states. Yeah, three sheeps doesn't it's, even doesn't even go south of Chicago. Yeah, they're in a state. They're in a state and a quarter. In a quarter, <laughs> yeah. And they maybe hit a little bit of Minnesota over there, but yeah, yeah, they, yeah. I think they actually do hit just the border. So you might be in, th- in a state and a half. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, they're, but they're making beers that are as good or better. That's the thing that surprised me. The the first. The first uh, three sheeps that I ever had was the Cuvée 17, and I just picked it up by so accident. Random, really. yeah. I went into Beer Bazaar, and they had this on tap, and I, when I saw that it was, in, it was Asian red wine barrels, I was like, Intriguing. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. So I grabbed a taster of it, and it was good. But as you know, a lot of times, especially with these barrel-aged ones, the tasters just – you can get a flavor of it, but you can't get the full depth of yeah, the experience of it. With, the body of the beer, Yeah. Yeah. So I got the bottle of it, and oh, when I had it, I was just like, "Who the hell are these three sheep people?" Like, holy shit! And then you know, then we look them up, and then we go up there and we visit, and it's like, oh, it yeah. Was I mean, really we and, and of course, I mean, now we love it. We got we've got a little bit of a personal connection with with this brewery. I mean, there are people in Sheboygan, obviously, that this is their regular stop. They've got a much closer connection with three sheep than you and I do, but right. But because we discovered it the way we did, and went to the brewery, did the tour, uh, you know, we met Dustin Hoffman, and uh, and and then met uh, the you know James the brewer. We haven't met uh, Greg. I think the other guy's name is Greg. We haven't right. met him, but James was totally cool. And because of that, I mean, now it's like it's just like something special on a local level that uh, you have a little bit more of an emotional uh, attachment to it. But and that's also, I think, what makes um, local craft beer so unique is that yeah. you can have that connection with these people. Yeah. I think my, my child's having a fit upstairs because of a game. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, whatever. He'll be fine. Um, you can have these connections, you know, with the brewer. You can have this connection with the owner that, I'd bet you would be hard pressed unless you're from Grand Rapids, you know, and go there all the time. You don't see that founders owner and brewer directly, even, you know, and some of these other big breweries that are out there, you know, but when you get local, I mean, I've gone to Tighthead, you know, um, only child and three sheeps and all three of them. I've, I've met the owner of all three of them and it was yeah. no big deal. Yeah. They were well, just yeah. there. Mid yeah. head brewer, no big deal. Yeah. There was, the head brewer at Tighthead, the first time I went to Tighthead, the guy serving the beer, he was telling me about this beer he was serving. He's like, yeah, this one I just got done brewing. I'm like, oh, you brew? He's like, yeah, I'm the head brewer here. I'm like, yeah. I'm serving a fucking beer at 1030 at night. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, right. I mean, when it's, cool. yeah, when they're, when they're that local, you know that they're passionate about their beer and they're going to, I mean, it's their life. They're going to spend their time there and you're, you're going to end up meeting them. And like, well, I went to the glass thing, uh, the glass class. Yeah, yeah. Stillmake. Glass Stillmake. class. Glass class. And Brad, the owner of Stillmake, well, co-owner, I think he is, um, helped lead the class. 
I mean, he was up there with the with the glass lady. Or just like three sheep's co-owners up there leading the tour. Yeah. You know? Yep. And it's great. Yeah. I think that's what makes craft beer. Uh, <laughs> I can hear him up there screaming to give it you again. Yeah. <laughs> it's what Man, we do. I can with hear him all the way up here in Green Bay. <laughs> What's funny is when they both start yelling. She's in the room next playing Xbox. He's in the room on his computer and they start yelling. Playing completely different games. I didn't play with each other and they're screaming the same thing. Oh, Bella. Yeah, Bella came to visit. Bella, uh, Bella, Bella's one of Adam's great Danes. I can see her in the picture. She's <laughs> Yeah, for those on the podcast. She's, she's a sweetie. She came over to cuddle. Um, yeah, I think that's what makes craft beer as an industry as a whole more special. You have that connection with the local people right there, which is really cool. Um, I was trying to see how much Three Sheep says, but I don't think it's even a public thing. What do you mean? What do they have? Well, how many barrels they do a year? Oh, I mean it's it's very. I mean, I don't even. It's, I don't yeah, even, it's small. It's small, but that's that's also what we've talked about a little bit more too. Is trying to find these little guys that are making exceptional beer because I don't. Ha- I don't. There's no reason for me to go stand in line or to wait for four hours to buy a beer or to spend. <clears throat> that much money on this beer when there's this local dude who makes it so damn good. And I don't know. I don't know. I mean, veneration is really good. I don't honestly remember too much about the KBS that we had. We didn't have a whole lot of it. Yeah, I wouldn't say that it's up there with CBS. I wouldn't say that it's up there with Bourbon County, but I would say it was damn close. Like, I don't know that I would sit here and go, you know, I'm not going to knock it because, oh, man, it's not, it's not CBS, so it's just not as good. Yeah. You know, it's damn good beer. Veneration yeah. is really good. <laughs> and, it is. Yeah. And if, if I can, if I can never, ever get my hands on a CBS again, but if I can get my hands on this, I'll be fine. I'll be okay. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's not the end of the world. I'm glad that we, I'm glad that we found CBS in the way that we did. I'm glad that we never thought we would try it again. And then I'm, and then thrilled that I accidentally, again. accidentally found it again. Yeah. And, but you know, yeah, we've got a couple of bottles left of it, but honestly, if, I, if we never come across it again, yeah, it's good beer, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to cry about it if I don't ever have it again. What's crazy is that there are a lot of people and maybe one of you are listening that do it every year. You know, they, I mean, if that's your thing, like you like doing that, man, go for it. And that's awesome. Just like the people who will stand in line every freaking year for the iPhone. And you don't need to, but they still, (laughs) you can even go so far as to say, if Coors Light is your thing, awesome. (laughs) Go stand in line for it. Wait a minute. Well, I'm not going to stand in line for it, but right along those same lines, if it's your thing, totally i'm totally cool with it right exactly i mean whatever if it's your thing all i ask is you try a craft beer too (laughs) yeah give it a try don't knock it uh but yeah the the founders week has kicked off and um we will be lucky enough that chad will be able to get some without forcing us to have to go stand in line (laughs) um yeah, or, Jake, Jake was able to procure some as well yeah, he in, was in Grand Rapids this weekend. So, yeah. 
Um, uh, but he'll no, he only did that through a trade. That's right. He didn't buy it. He, he wasn't able to, but he said he was looking for more. And even in Grand Rapids, he couldn't find. Yep. That's the other thing <laughs> that bothers me. Founders, but, 360 barrels of beer a year, right? And I know it's barrel aged. So I get there's a limitation what you can do with barrel aged, right? But to me, in the whole way that they release it is completely with the intent of making it hard to get. Yeah. And I'm just not one to chase. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, like I'm just not going to chase it. It just seems ridiculous to me. You're, well, yeah. you're, you're making it the way it is on purpose. Yeah. Same thing that Apple does with their stuff. They can strain the release to make it a, tough to get hard to get thing to make a bigger hype out of it and it's just i'm not playing the game that's all i'm not playing the game especially when i have really good barrel aged beers right here yeah that i'm very happy they're available at the liquor store every time i go there yeah (laughs) i know it's really good and we are hoping this summer to do a barrel aged beer yeah yeah if we can come up with a barrel yeah yeah. It's going to be fun. That would be amazing. Yeah. And I'm still working on that. And, 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 a sour. But that would require two barrels. <laughs> so I don't know if I can afford two barrels. I maybe only can afford one. But <laughs> <laughs> and if I can only afford one, I'm going to do the bourbon barrel, the whiskey barrel first. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I just took my last sip. I got one more sip left, but talking about the barrel made me think of this. What we were just saying about like Tighthead and meeting the brewers and stuff. Yeah. Last time we were at Tighthead, what did we do? We met a guy who brewed there. Yeah. And home brewed his own barrel aged beer and gave us a sample of it. Like, yeah. And that's when he told me how he got, he procured his beer to, to age the beer. and The barrel, yeah. Did I say the beard to age the beer? Yeah, you said his beard. How he procured his beard. his beard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I would tell you how I procured mine, but then I have to kill you. Um, <laughs> how he got his barrel to age the beard, beer, not beard. The bearded hops, Adam. We're I've known you beard. since. I've known you since before you had that beard. I know. One of the few, you and my wife and Dan. Yeah, about it. <laughs> <laughs> I had facial hair though. You did have a goatee, but. Yeah. He didn't have that nice big old beard. I don't know if I could have grown it like this back in that day. Right. <laughs> oh. Well, I picked up a uh it's good. A new one from Central Waters today too that I'll save some for you. It's their new it's their uh, Peruvian stout barrel aged. That's another uh, barrel aged beast too, Central Waters. Yeah, Central Waters uh I forget what the stat was, but they're like number four or six or something like that. For barrel aging, yeah. For barrel aging, and they're a 15,000 barrel a year That's company. As far as number of barrels they have. That's, that's beer barrels. Or are you talking about the number of aging barrels they have? The number of aging barrels they have. Yeah. I wonder how many they're, barrels they, they have, do in comparison. Oh, like, like well, beer they, they only do 15,000 barrels of beer a year total. But they've got like the fourth or fifth most, the, the fourth okay. or fifth largest stock of aging barrels. And I think they're right behind. And no, your light went out. I think they're right behind Founders. I thought Founders like third, yeah. they were fourth or something like that. Yeah. Like they were yep. right behind Founders, which is an insane. 
difference when you talk founders does 360,000 barrels of beer a year compared to 15. Yeah. That's nuts. Yep. That's yeah. That's their warehouse has that many aging barrels in it. <laughs> well, we saw that picture of it. Yeah. And it was just a sea yeah. of barrels. So the, whole, have- the whole barrel aging thing. When I started home brewing, I honestly didn't even know about barrel aging. Like I don't I, think I've ever had a barrel aging beer when I started three years ago, homebrewing beer. So the idea of, and of doing it didn't really come to mind. And then we were at, I think we were at Gina's uh, high school reunion. And one of her old you know, high school, people from high school, their family opened a distillery uh, because they were like third or fourth generation farmers yeah. And they're having a year where they're like, we got all this extra corn and the corn prices are horrible. What are we going to do with this? And the dad's like, start making some whiskey, you know? And so they started doing, that's what they started doing. <laughs> and right, and I'm like, can I get my hands on one of your barrels? Yeah. Well, the problem is the 55 gallon barrel and I can only brew five gallons at a time. Yeah, I know. It's that's- not going to work out. But I didn't even ever even thought of barrel aging at that time to now think of, these these breweries like them and also avery is another one that has a oh, lot yeah. of barrel aged yeah market good, good variety of barrel aged beers yeah. yeah that's one that jake and i had before i left for toronto um yeah coffee like 17 percent or something like that some yeah those things are up there <laughs> yeah i look yeah. at them every time i go into into ridgeview they're right they're right when you walk in the door they're right in front of you and well, I, just, honest, I just never pick them up what's always turned me off is the foil yeah, I know. It always it looks, looks, like a, looks foreign to me or something. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, it looks like a foreign like, beer or it looks, I don't know. I don't know cheap's the word, but it just, it's, yeah. it's a kind of a turnoff, man. It is. <laughs> it, it is. It's, it's the whole time I'm, I, when I would look at it and be like, barrel aged coffee. Nah, I don't know how to go over here and do this. You know, just, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. But I mean, after I had that one, I'm going to try and pick him up some more. He also had that Firestone Walker. Oh, yeah. Forgot about um, that. I've you seen that, that awesome. one in stores, but I, I never, I never picked it up. I'll probably will pick up one of theirs now too. So I don't know much about that brewery though, either. I haven't really had much. I don't either, that. but I know that they make some good alternative beers, like the, the alternatives to the whales that uh, are supposed to be as good. There's a, there's a list out there where you can get, uh, you, like if you're looking for this whale, but you can't find it, oh, try, try, you know, try this. Beer. I know Firestone cool. Walker's on that list a couple of times. They're California. Yeah. I didn't, really, I didn't know where they were at. Yep. Very nice. So we're both done. What do you think? Yeah. Um, I mean, it just gets better and better. So I, I kind of have to raise it. Um, I'll go 4.5 on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, anytime I can get my hands on... Three shoes generation, I will gladly do it. Um, four or five for me as well. Um, I know we're both like right with each other on this, but it's really good. Yeah, it happens sometimes. We, we're, I mean, we're pretty close most of the time anyway. Usually within a quarter point or so of each other. Yeah. So that doesn't surprise me. But we've had, I think we've had one beer that we were like a point apart on, but we ended up coming a little bit closer together at the end anyway. <laughs> one twenty, right? Uh, yeah, you're right. It was 120. 120. We were very far apart on. Yeah, closer down. Yep, I started out really high. Um, and I think maintained or maybe came down a quarter point or something. But you came up quite a bit on that one. Yeah. 
Yes, that was a that was a surprisingly good one. Yeah. I'm just I'm just looking at at the um, Firestone. Oh, uh, they sold to Duval Morgat Brewing. Well, Duval is one of those companies. Duval is is not a not big beer. No, they're Belgium owned though. Yeah, it's just foreign, but it's not it's not big beer. So um who else is owned by well develop do develop more gat gat whatever was orig- the original investor that helped start Amagang. yes okay that's what i was thinking that's what i'm thinking of yeah so they are an investor in smaller craft brew companies but they're not they're not big beer bad boys you know they're not bad guys and then the rule according to the home or not home according to the Brewery, craft beer, and so craft brewery association, craft beer association, association of craft beers, whatever it is. <laughs> I don't freaking know. Speaking of, they don't have, they don't have the symbol on theirs. No, um, but I was, uh, I think the new bottle does. Yeah. Um, you can have an investor and still be craft as long as it's 25% or less, correct? Correct. Which that is what knocks founders out of, technically out of the craft beer category. Right. Right, because they're around thirty percent. Thirty percent by San Miguel, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who else was that? Uh, is Lagunitas too? No, they're owned, I, I think, wholly by Heineken now, aren't they? I don't know. That's what I have to look up. But I thought it was one of those. Somebody else was San Miguel, thirty percent as well. Um, are you going to the who owns who list? No, I was just actually doing a Google search. I totally forgot about that thing. Oh, you're right. You're right. It is Heineken. Yeah, that's true. Another one bites it. Anyway, the, the interesting thing I saw here is that um, Firestone Walker began canning their beer in 2015. They used a German-engineered KHS canning line built um, on the Peso Robles Brewery campus that they can fill <laughs> 400 cans a minute. That's that's the word that city that I could not pronounce in that quick review the other day. <laughs> Paso Robles. Yeah, I was like Paso Robles, Robles, Robles. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember that. I don't know. <laughs> but it was 400 cans a minute. At 2014, Firestone produced 151 barrels. <clears throat> so that's that's impressive. How many barrels put you out of craft? Six million, I think. Jeez. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Well, well that's why, know, that's why keg, you, a keg of Bud Light gets changed out every six seconds. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah, a, 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 a half barrel, by the way, or a half right. is what the stats For those you up. don't know what we're talking about, um, Bud Light has a commercial right now where they're, whatever, they're using their stupid king that they've been using now since the Super Bowl or whatever. And they keep asking for, oh, need another keg of Bud Light, need another keg of Bud Light. And then when you, then they make the statement that a keg of Bud Light is swapped out every six seconds. But if you read at the bottom of the very fine print, you're talking half kegs, right? Half keg every six seconds, yes. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it's, it's uh, okay, so a full keg every 12 seconds. That just doesn't have the same same ring, apparently. The right, it's six, six seconds. Six seconds does. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Whatever. And it was actually, if you actually read the fine print, it was between a certain period of time. Yeah, it was one year, November to November yeah. 
to December 16th, 17th, something like that. Uh, during football season. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, man. Um, well, where did my Zoom go? Can you still see me? Yeah. Oh, there I am. Okay. <laughs> I lost <laughs> myself. Disappeared for a second. I couldn't there. find myself anymore. Well, I think we've done it. Number actually, we didn't even say it. This is show twenty. Oh yeah, episode twenty. This is episode twenty of the full podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah, have so yeah, many more podcasts out there because like of the quick reviews. But fifty or sixty of them out there. But regular full length podcast episode number twenty. Twenty. Yeah, and again, if you include include uh, the full length sessions, three of those out. So. Oh yeah. Yes, episode 20. So thanks, everybody, for hanging with us for 20 full-length episodes. I realize it's a lot of time of your life. It's 20-plus hours of your life <laughs> if you listen to the whole thing. Well, but how many hours a day do I spend listening to Joe Rogan, which That's is right. two to three yeah. hours at a time. So Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I mean, very true. It's not that much time. Just give us a listen. <laughs> Just give us a listen and a like and a subscribe and all that other crap. Yes, yeah, so we love the subscriptions. Yeah, and if you want to find us anywhere at all, beardedhops.com slash find us. You can also watch these podcasts if you're listening to us right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, on TuneIn, any of those. Thank you so much for listening, but you can also watch us and see our beautiful beards on YouTubes at the Bearded Hops YouTube page. Um, all of our podcasts, quick reviews, Friday morning beer reviews, these full length ones, there's videos, sessions, there's videos out there for them. So we do video all of them and put them out on multiple locations for your uh, Where else? You can hit us up on Twitter, Facebook. Yep. For now. For now. It's best if you just go to beardhops.com slash find us or beardhops.com. You'll see all the past other shows and also uh, Twitter. Twitter's a pretty safe bet right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're sticking around Twitter. We don't have any issues with that. Uh, you know, I, I wish tomorrow was Friday. For your Friday could, morning beer review, dance Friday, Friday. <laughs> if you haven't seen a Friday morning beer review, you can check it out. Uh, I, do, I, I dance like this. He, he does dance <laughs> pretty much exactly like that. If you go to beerhops.com, scroll down to a Friday, uh, you'll see the video there. Friday morning beer review, and uh, Chad does it every Friday. He does it's drink fun. a beer in the mornings. He's still in his... In my robe. Got my robe. Yeah. Got my robe on. All right. That's it. Cool, man. I think when I go play Xbox now. Uh, if I can get permission, I'd step, <laughs> step and play. She's probably asleep anyway. I know. I know, but she, she, uh, she probably wants me to go to bed. <laughs> as soon as we sign off, she's going to wake up. You're done. Yeah. Yeah, well, my wife's out of town, so I am. Uh, yeah, I know. It's, it's, you can play all night again. All night. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Cue music. This is where we say funny stuff so at the end. And dance with our fingers. And where you dance with your fingers. I like dancing with my fingers. Right, and stick your fingers up your nose and then in your mouth. My fingers are in the air like I just don't care. You're so white. <laughs>
I am. I'm really pasty pale right now too. You are. Not a whole lot of sun in the wintertime. I was dancing. Yeah. Have you seen? Have you listened to Richard Cheese? Yes. That's what you reminded me of right there. <laughs> <laughs> in the air, and I just don't care. <laughs> Sounds like Richard Cheese.